0: Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great start to your week. In this episode, I am so excited because my guest will be Michelle Thornhill, who is a certified grief recovery specialist and something we could all use during these times. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, what have you found to help you as you adjust to your new normal? What are some things, what are some techniques you're doing to really help you adjust to the way things are now? So, Before I reach you, Michelle's bio, and share with you our our conversation, the stages of grief during the coronavirus. So, first of all, it's denial. It doesn't exist. And some people are still there. And I know, you know, when I first heard of it and we started planning for it, my mind is only going to be a couple of weeks. Well, weeks later, was still... You know, navigating this. Then there's anger, and I can tell you, in the beginning, every last one. I mean, I had speaking engagements after speaking engagements, just lined up. I was angry because they were all canceled. But hindsight, I'm glad they were. Next is bargaining. So I started bargaining with myself. I'm going to use this time to plan right. Hey, I'm in the house. Of course, that didn't really happen. Then depression can sit in because I miss the interaction with family and friends. And then, of course, there's an acceptance space, space where, you know what, I'm really starting to plan. I'm, I'm really hankering down and starting to plan. But because in May, I lost my soulmate suddenly who passed of a heart attack and it was just, you know, a piece of me left when he passed. So I needed to talk to somebody and I reached out to Michelle Thornhill who is the founder and CEO of Legacy and Hope LLC which is a company that provides pathways to peace of mind for individuals navigating their way through some of life's most difficult transitions. She has over 20 years of experience in bereavement care and a desire to share her belief that individuals can reach a level of satisfaction when given specific tools to maneuver through planning or the inevitable, as well as moving beyond the pain that comes with grief and loss. She is a certified grief recovery specialist, certified trauma healing facilitator, and an end-of-life doula. Michelle is a highly sought-after speaker and consultant. She uses systems-based approaches and action programs to lead retreats, seminars, workshops, support groups, and private one-on-one sessions for individuals like me. Organizations and companies. She also instructs an educational program for adults, helping children deal with loss. She is trained to assist adults, teens, and children, and is a trusted professional called on to assist communities in crisis. Michelle is a proud member of the Hospice Foundation of America, the Association of Deaf Education Counseling, and a graduate of Eastern University. She is a member of the. She is the. Philadelphia chapter president for the International Association of Women and is the advisory board member for Leading Growth Network, an affiliate nonprofit organization of Urban Promise International. Michelle has an outgoing interest in supporting our United States veteran and has received several awards for her dedication, loyalty, and leadership to family readiness group and family support groups for the U.S. Army Reserve. Prior to becoming a certified grief. Recovery and training, healing. Michelle was managing director and director of family services for several her historical cemeteries with multi-million dollar budgets, laying to rest approximately eighteen hundred people annually. By establishing Legacy and Hope LLC, Michelle has pulled on her vast industry experience, education, and training to enhance the overall quality of service and care that she provides her clientele. Michelle's hobbies and interests include yoga, attending the ballet, and learning American Sign Language and Latin dancing. So I want you to sit back. I want you to listen. I want you to share just this conversation with Michelle on just grief and how we really can organize ourselves to manage it. Well, listeners, I'm excited because this is a new month and, you know, this is the next half of 2020, and I know it's been challenging for all of us, which is why I asked Michelle Thornhill, she's a certified grief recovery specialist, to come on and just talk to us just about grief, how we can manage it, but how we can move forward. So, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So Michelle, before we get started into the how-tos, what made you decide to become a certified grief recovery specialist?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, let me just start out by saying that my family is very large. My father is number 17 out of over 20 children, and I was raised going to weddings and funerals, and more funerals than weddings. So I decided when I was young, that I needed to do something about this. I needed to be part of the solution rather than part of the problem. When I went to services, I noticed that some services were more grand and more put together and some were more modest. And I wanted to see what that was all about. So I started volunteering when I was in the 10th grade at a funeral home. Initially, I was going to be a funeral director. So I grew up. I started um, you know, going to school to become a funeral director. And for some reason, I just could not work on babies. That was very difficult for me. And then I decided that, OK, maybe this isn't the path for me. I still had this fondness of being in the industry and the de- this desire to be in the industry. So I decided to become a cemeterian someone who was still helping people through the process of laying their loved ones to rest and saying goodbye to them. I um, rose to the ranks of being a director of family service and a managing director of uh, historic cemeteries, large historic cemeteries in in the Philadelphia area where I was laying to rest approximately 1800 people a year at one. And that alone is a well-oiled machine. Anytime you have about 14 services a day, it gets to be um, overwhelming. So I, I noticed where people were coming in, and mind you, I've done this for years. I noticed when people were coming in, they would come back right after the service and come back every day for years after the service. One gentleman came back 12 years straight every single day. He would be there in the morning when I came in and in the evening when I left. It got to the point where he said, I'll lock the gate. So after I laid him to rest, I said, I have to do something about how people are transitioning after the funeral. So I sought out an effective method, and it happened to be the grief recovery method that I settled on because I wanted to help people transition back to happy and healthy lives where they were able to cope with their grief. So
0: what are some, I guess, unhealthy signs of of people going through the grief? Because there's so many different types of grief now, as you know, we had Mm -hmm. briefly discussed. I mean, it's not only the COVID, but then people can't, you know, attend funerals and then you've got the recession and then you've got just global issues that we're dealing with. So what
1: are some like signs that "Mm, this is not good and maybe there needs to be a change? Yes, indeed. Well, let me just say that grief is the normal and natural reaction to loss of any kind. And because we have experienced this global pandemic, the masses, just society, is experiencing grief um, in ways that we've never experienced it before. And it's so widespread. And as a collective, we're ill-prepared to deal with grief. So what we're experiencing when we deal with grief in in an unhealthy way is that sometimes we incorporate these short-term energy relieving behaviors, right? You may have seen um, on social media where some people say, I'm going back to the refrigerator and I know I'm not hungry. So some of these STURBS, the grief recovery method calls it, stress uh, relief, short-term energy relieving behaviors that don't work could be food, alcohol, Drugs, isolation, sex, shopping, um, becoming a workaholic, because now we're working from home, you don't have to leave the office to drive home. You can stay in the moment as long as you want working. You can wake up in the middle of the night. But one of the most important things um, that I see people doing when it comes to STURBS would be neglecting their physical health. Procrastination, anything that would take them away from the reality of the situation, is an unhealthy way of dealing with grief.
0: So, what are some healthy ways of dealing with grief? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you talked about the unhealthy, and one of the things that I do and I share with you is, as I deal with the grief and the loss of my sweetie, is I walk. Um, Yes. So what are some other things that people can do that are more
1: healthier? Mm -hmm. Well, one thing that we have to remember is that you can only achieve emotional completion by telling the truth about what you're feeling. So you have to tell the truth about what you're feeling. And then you have to make sure that you take responsibility for your actions, your outlook, your attitude towards what you're experiencing. And you have to seek out healthy solutions. Some of those healthy solutions would be, um, I would say, speaking with someone. Speaking with someone that you absolutely trust. Being able to offload some of the things that are going on in your mind is extremely helpful. Get it out in the open, but it has to be a trustworthy person. You can journal, of course, like you do, you can walk. It's a beautiful thing to walk anyway because it exercises the entire body and the mind has a way of organizing itself when you're walking and perhaps you're walking and seeing the season change seeing, you know, um, nature going out in nature. And those are important things. And you have to connect with people. So we don't want that isolation. We want you to exercise, get plenty of rest, um, avoid alcohol and drugs. Those are some of the things that you can do. And sometimes taking a break from media reports and taking a break from things that may trigger you if you know that you're uh, putting yourself in a situation that is unhealthy for your recovery from grief and being able to cope with what you're experiencing, avoid that. Choose to do something else. You know, and listeners, for those of you who don't
0: know, when, you know, things started happening in my life, I reached out to Michelle because I realized that because of social distancing and self-quarantining, my friends could not comfort me. Like I'm used to, so therefore I needed somebody who I could talk to, who I could trust. And you're right, talking helps a lot because I have a girlfriend who, if I can't fall asleep at night, she she's always up at night, so I can call her. Um, you know, I use technology, I text people. Um, like mm-hmm. you said, I walk. Um, But, you know, all of those things really help me. But like you said, you really sometimes need somebody who you can trust because sometimes you are just angry, you're mad, and you need to be able to just say that without somebody like, well, you know, you really shouldn't be. That's not the right attitude, but you need somebody, like you you said, Michelle, where you can really express all your emotions, whatever they may be.
1: Yes. I like what you said about someone telling you how to feel. These are myths that have been handed down from generation to generation. Don't feel bad. How do you tell a person to not feel bad when the reality is that they do? OK? Replace the loss. Um, don't worry, we'll get you another one tomorrow or on Saturday. Whatever that other thing is. if a child, you know, comes home from school, we teach this misinformation generation after generation the child comes home from school had a bad day don't feel bad here have a cookie their pet dies don't worry on saturday we'll get you another one and these are things that we have been taught that are not helpful the other thing that you said about someone telling you um just information that is not helpful information sometimes that can be uh, critical, judgmental, analytic, they could do more harm making these statements to you than good. I um, help a, par- a a group of women who are mothers of deceased children, and they decided that they wanted to put a, a PSA out, a public service announcement, indicating what not to say to people that have just lost their children or just experienced loss in general. It's very important that we learn the action steps to heal ourselves and then also to not do harm to other people. Mm, That's wonderful, a PSA of what not to say, that is good.
0: So, Michelle, with all that you do, because I know you are extremely busy this this season, how do you give to yourself? How do you take care of Michelle?
1: Well, before the pandemic, <laughs> I had a wonderful gym that I would go to. And I wanted to make sure that I, you know, decompressed at the end of the day. Because keep in mind, being bombarded with grief uh, on a daily basis, which now the COVID-19 pandemic brought up for frontline workers well people in the death care industry have been experiencing that type of grief forever so it's important that you take time out for proper self-care what i do is i take walks just like you i make sure that i eat healthy and stay hydrated i make sure that i don't overindulge in anything. With everything, you should do it in moderation. That even comes with television programming, uh, reading. So, I do yoga. I am learning American Sign Language. I am um, learning to Latin dance, which is great. Now, with American Sign Language, I have to say, one of the reasons why I'm doing it is because my mother did it. My mother was a master at American sign language and she had a huge following. So at her service, there were over 300 people and two interpreters and it was the most beautiful thing to be able to learn another language. But I'm also learning it because my sweetheart is hearing impaired and it's great to be able to transition to another language. Now he's hearing impaired, he can hear. However, we are preparing to be able to uh, communicate with each other in, in another way. So it's a great thing to reach out and try something new. And then when you have a partner to do it with, it's even better. But keep in mind also that loss comes in many ways. We experience loss over 40 plus different types of losses throughout our adult lives from Uh, loss of trust, loss of security. During this COVID-19 pandemic, we have experienced numerous losses, loss of freedom. So um, loss of health is one of the things that can resonate with people in a deeply profound way. And it can be something that people assume you're to be able, you're supposed to be able to get over rather quickly. But Loss has its way of making us stop and pay attention to it. And we have to give it the the attention that it requires in order for us to heal ourselves so that we can feel better and lead productive lives. Wow, Michelle, I didn't realize there
0: are 40 different types of loss. Wow. So, Michelle, you have just given us a lot to think about, but also a lot that we can do. So how can listeners connect with you directly to utilize your services, to have you, you know, of course, right now virtually speak maybe to a group? How can they
1: get in contact with you? Well, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook at Michelle W. Thornhill, Certified Grief Recovery Specialist. You can feel free to email me directly at Michelle Thornhill, C as in cat, G-R-S at gmail.com. And you can feel free to call or text 267-225-2280. And I also want people to know that I am offering a 30-minute complimentary consultation to anyone that needs it. And listeners, you know,
0: with all of my guests, I will have a direct link and I'll also list Michelle's number so you can contact her directly. Michelle, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule just to be with us and the listeners and just to share some strategies for us to manage and basically really, you know, work through our grief.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you very much for inviting me, Janet.
0: So what did you think of the interview? What was your takeaway? I would love for you to share. You can either post it below the link or you can, of course, post it on this podcast page. What was your takeaway? You know, one of my takeaways was just how many different ways, how many different things, you know, 40, 40 just blew my mind. But as I shared with you earlier, you know, when, you know, I needed someone to talk to. I immediately picked up the phone, reached out to Michelle, scheduled a session, because unfortunately now things are different. We can't go to funerals. We, you know, or either it's limited you got to watch a funeral. I had to watch a funeral on YouTube. I had to, um, my friends can't come and visit me. I can't hang out and stay with them. So it's important for us. And and like I said, we are going through COVID. We're going through a recession. You know, people are dealing with, you know, exposing racism for what it really is. So there's a lot of grief going on. So reach out to Michelle. But now I wanted to talk to you about Taylor's Tip Time. And basically, I'm just going to kind of piggyback off of just some things Michelle and I discussed. But number one, seek help. Pick up the phone. Seek some help. Call somebody. You know, I have actually so many girlfriends who have master's degrees in social work, so I'm surrounded by a very caring and nurturing, nurturing community. Go outside. Sometimes just sitting outside. Getting that that sun on you, just feeling the breeze, hearing the sounds of outdoors. Schedule calls. You know, when you wake up in the morning, maybe there's somebody else who wakes up like you. Schedule a call. You know, just to touch base, just to hear somebody's voice. Schedule a call when maybe you're on your way somewhere, or when you're just sitting outside. Do something. Do something that makes you happy. Whether it's a craft, whether it's planning. And I say planning, I mean gardening, planning, things like that. And the last one is exercise. You all need to exercise whether you walk, whether you decide you want to dance your way through fitness, whatever. Get on a bungee jump, not bungee jump, I know, a trampoline. Not a bungee, a trampoline. You know, I have a friend who put on some music and she just got on a trampoline. So those are some things you can do to just heal yourself and really give yourself some self-care during this time. And of course, for those of you who are just trying to get organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear your clutter and get organized, let's talk. So I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. All you have to do is go to my contact page, schedule a free 15 minute session And of course, I've also reduced the cost of my virtual sessions for 30 and 60 minutes. And just to tell you how simple it is, someone was frustrated because they just had moved their office seven times, seven different times during this time of being self-quarantined social distancing. And... But of course she shared with me that she was also struggling with aches and pains. So I asked her some simple questions where she said, you know, I feel comfortable in this chair. I feel comfortable in this spot. And I said, okay, are you productive? She says, yes. She says, because I've got like a little tray and I put my laptop on it. I love this feel the sun solution that took 30 minutes of her trying to figure out where to put an office and then I gave her some strategies on how to manage her paperwork but it's just that simple It don't feel that these conversations have to go over several weeks and several months sometimes they could be 30 minutes 60 minutes so just go to my contact page and check me out and of course for those of you who are in business you know If you feel overwhelmed by social media, if you've been wanting to start a podcast, if you're feeling overwhelmed with all the ideas going in your head, then I can help you start a podcast. I can help you manage and grow your social media influence. I can help you create partnerships with companies that complement what you offer. So make sure you, of course, you click the link in the show page for details on how to strategize and organize your business. Well, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for following me on social media. I want to thank you for your likes, your retweets. Plus, you know, I want to thank you for subscribing to YouTube. We haven't put any videos out, We're taking a hiatus, but we want to come back to some. And of course, I also want you to check out my Pinterest page. And I've got boards on goals, inspiration, all about time. Just really help you. And of course... You know, some self-care, some ways to incorporate health and into your environment. So check out those things. Well, today is, of course, Monday, but it might be Friday. It might be Wednesday where you are. But my Toss of Tuesday tip for this week is get rid of the clutter so you can continue to create. Because clutter is distracting. So it may be just getting in there, organizing your garden supplies, organizing your craft supplies. Organizing your sewing supplies. Maybe organizing your cooking supplies. So just get rid of the clutter so you can create. My app suggestion for this week is Calm. Meditation and sleep. Calm. Because I know some of you may be having trouble sleeping because you've got a lot on your mind. And you may just need something that will give you some guidance. So Calm is an app that can do that. And of course you can go to my Pinterest Page and go to apps that'll help you stay organized. My product suggestion is drawer organizers. Yes, drawer organizers, you probably heard it before, but I think that is one way you can get organized because there's nothing like opening a drawer and finding what you need from your cosmetics, from your maybe office supplies, from your craft supplies, from your tools. Drawer organizers. And my repurpose suggestion is maybe find some things around your home. And add some new look to your garden, your indoor garden or your outdoor garden. So repurpose things in the garden. My book selection for this week is 5-Minute Daily Meditation, Instant Wisdom, Clarity, and Calm. Let me repeat that. 5-Minute Daily Meditations: Instant Wisdom, Clarity, and Calm. My quote for this week is, I can't change the direction of the wind. But I can adjust myself to always reach my destination. So, you know, we all had to make adjustments in our plans and our budgets and our lives, how we interact with people. And even in all that. So maybe I can't see people face to face, but I can schedule a Zoom meeting. I can pick up a phone. I can text somebody. So remember that. Well, I'd like to thank you so much for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And be sure to visit my website at JanetMDela.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week.